0: Welcome to Waterbound. Hey guys, this is uh, Link and Ted, and uh, up here on a beautiful spring day, uh, recording episode five. Episode five, yeah, big five spot. All right.
1: Well, so uh, yeah, just a just a reminder, we've got the Waterbound uh, Facebook page. And we'll be posting some, you know, odds and ends that we discuss on here on the Facebook
0: page. And we also have the Gmail, which is... Waterboundpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to, you know, field some questions or, or uh, make fun of us, um, criticize us.
1: <laughs> Bring it uh, on. We're Definitely use the email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's plenty of people uh, that... Uh, make fun of us so we're happy we're happy with that definitely <laughs> um well so jumping in uh we are coming out of uh big Pat- louis
0: big, fest big paddling week for it was yeah both of us yeah oh. absolutely mine was last weekend but.
1: yeah well i i'm on i was on spring break and i'm not a college student but i, I had some time off so yeah, I had a big week, and we'll, we'll go through some of those. But I know you went over to uh, the Teleco with Ain't Louie Fest, ALF, uh, and the water was high. What yeah, we, we
0: had uh, uh, went over and got on the Hiwassee Drives again, but at much higher water mm. at uh, 8,000 CFS compared to the, I think it was 3,000 the last summer. Yeah, it was like right under 3,000, so big difference. What was it, Ron? Big water, eight thousand eight. Yeah, eight thousand wow. CFS. So, uh, whenever with uh, R two with our S two with my buddy Josh and um, my friend Casey Butler took a couple of his friends down R three and and we uh, f- we followed him down and that that was that was a, that was big big time big fun some big features um, definitely uh, the Hiawassee drives reared its its big beautiful head that day uh, yeah it definitely was um, comparable you know the even though the, there aren't a lot of rapids comparable to uh, kind of the the upper golly had at, at you know three to four thousand there's some you know not necessarily uh, big huge waves but there was lots of big holes and um, really cool features. Really dynamic stretch of white water. so it was, it was neat to see it at higher water, higher flow, and uh, then went over to Aunt Louie Fest and got there right as a uh, big, big uh, cold front was pushing in, or I don't know, big squall line was pushing through, and we, uh, you know, felt like there were going to be tornadoes rolling through camp that night that's not good people were trying to hang on to their easy up tents and oh, <laughs> we were setting up we were setting ours up. we we held our easy up down with uh four rafts so <laughs> four rolled up rafts which was pretty funny nobody else had that had that um that advantage but uh yeah and had a good time they had live band the river funk from Okoe playing and yeah uh you know uh tons of uh canoe vendors there and Good folks, um, had some friends down from West Virginia, Virginia, and yeah, you know, just all over. It was really cool. So, so did they?
1: They had the. I know we're when by the time this gets, uh, I guess goes on air, we'll be a the, little behind, but they, they Sunday did they have the race? No, okay. they
0: so what happened was, um, they had already gotten a couple inches of rain Saturday or Friday night. And then it kind of calmed down on Friday, then another front moved in, and they were granted they were they were thinking it was going to be really high, way too high. The uh teleco topped out that morning at it was just over four feet, and it came started coming back down but that's that's really much higher than any of the any of the race organizers wanted to have a race it It would have been chaos it, it so. usually i mean
1: you know more than I do, but they're I know. Usually, I know when I've run it. Yeah, like it's usually like two five or two two or feet is yeah.
0: is like mo- the last couple I went to. It was right at I think two feet or slightly above, slightly below, and that's that's a that's a good water level for them and 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 again just
1: to remind, like just to refresh because if maybe somebody's listening to this episode and they hadn't listened to the others, but. Uh, Ain't Louis Fest is basically a gathering of open boaters, canoers, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and they have uh,
1: the big race, and
0: yeah, they have have a mass start um, canoe race. It's really a spectacle to watch. Um, and you know, some people are more into it than others. Others just, you know, they go to. You know they're racing, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny when when they take off and they run the first wrap, and you get you know, you see what happens below the first rapid. they all pull over and dump their boats out. Uh, <laughs> you know unless they have the uh, the battery battery operated Bill bilges shot. and stuff. So it's it's it's, uh, it's a good time. Uh, everybody there is just there to have a good time and and support uh, you know boating, canoeing, you know open boating, but also all all boaters. It's not just you know, there's tons of kayakers. Um, you know, we we actually have a little inflatable contingent there. There's, you know, there's duckies. There's all kinds of stuff. So it's 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 a good time. But people come there from like I know a lot of people come from all over. Right? Yeah, yeah, they come for like a whole week. Yeah. Um, You know, two weekends of action. So um, and I actually I actually uh, put my name in the pot to get one of the cabins there at Chirihela Mountain Trails. Campground, so they have some little cabins, and um, I always I think about it too late. So I went ahead and put my name in the pot for next year. So uh-huh. I guess I'm going to Alf next year. Um, nice, but yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool happening. And so, um, even though the race got canceled, or it sort of, yeah, basically it was canceled. All those people went just over the ridge to run Citico Creek, which I hadn't run yet. Yeah, and um, Citico was really neat. Those I saw pigs. It road, looked, looked roadside, awesome. Class three, ish, You know. Um, so does that run, run one, into the Telico? No, is it? Okay, no, it separate. runs. Well, I don't know. I I don't know where it goes downstream. It runs into the Tennessee eventually. Okay. But one of those, yeah, it's it's way up coming. You actually get to the put in by driving up the Cherokee Skyway, several miles above the Telico. And it just goes off the opposite ridge of the, the, the skyway. But um, beautiful, beautiful, fun roadside creaking. It was really neat. So and, and not hard. There's like one, and it was on the low side. Um, so my buddy Casey and I are one, uh, the two clouds. The Cloud 9 and the Cloud 9-5, yeah, which, which right. I got a hold of. It. I was super stoked. Tell, uh, tell,
1: well, we, I mean, we, uh, we want to hear more about we, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hear more about
0: it. But uh, but Snow, Sitica was a lot of fun. Um, there's one bigger app called Pigs in Space. and uh, But there was tons of action before that. And, um, yeah, it was uh, one of my friends who was um, what I would call... Uh, I K C two, uh, he had his, his Rocky mountain I K. Um, he was paddling it with his girlfriend, basically like, uh, OC two. And, uh, they were both paddling with canoe paddles and he was like up on his knees paddling it like that. She was sitting down in the boat and nice. they, uh, they swam a couple times. I, I, uh, quickly, uh, sort of rescued her. um, and he got pinned up against the log, and there was all kinds of action um, and uh, but I uh, got off and I mean it was it was low flow, it was good times, lots of good people, and um, yeah tons of friends and uh, just so many so many boaters out there on this little creek that uh, it, was, it was pretty hilarious, but also just a good time. And then right after that, Casey and I ran over and, um, and fired up uh teleco ledges at like three eight so it was wow. <laughs> and uh, in the clouds was, oh nice we had a cloud party and it was uh it was amazing yeah it was really fun and cool and well yeah
1: i saw pictures of that uh Citigo and it looked great so so for that to run so if teleco is that high so, so that's really got to get a lot of water a lot of, yeah, right there,
0: yeah, or? I think I think Sitico, uh basically when the teleco's too high, the citacos you go over and run the citico okay, and there's an upper and a lower stretch, and I think you could probably go higher on the upper than we went. We put in right at the kind of the upper campground and went down to the next campground called right where double camp Creek feeds into the Citico. And, um, it's man, it's, it's, it's really pretty down in there. And, uh, you know, it's continuous class, continuous class two, three, um, with, with one, you know, one or two sort bigger, of bigger, bigger rapids. Tribes. Pigs in space is definitely
1: an expert. I mean, like they could do most of it, maybe walk, that rapid,
0: yeah. So oh, yeah, because it's roadside, man. You can walk in, any of that stuff. Um, but there, you know, there's there's a couple of spots where, yeah, uh, you know, it's pretty technical creek, uh, especially at the level we were running it at. In fact, you know, a lot of people will give us looks bringing the rafts in there, and but then they're like, man, you guys, you know, really know how to run run some rubber down here. And that was a lot of fun. We we couldn't have r two it. it was definitely, you know, r one you know fun r1 level um um not really stressed out about anything other than you know maybe getting into uh an upside down canoe or something like that and you know we we end up we end up um doing a good bit of rescuing folks
1: yeah well i'm sure they were a lot of fun glad to see you there well cool that sounds uh sounds like a lot of fun so any any final parting thoughts on on alf this year
0: Um, yeah, you know, uh, it, it was, it was a, it was a great time. Um, it's a, it's a great gathering of, uh, of people and, um, look forward to next year and, and, and get one of those cabins because it always seems to rain that Saturday. Um, so, uh, and, uh, yeah, there was yeah, it definitely could have been a lot worse, but um, um, as far as the weather goes, but uh, we, everybody had a good time, so and everybody was safe out there, and and uh, did it make you want to get a canoe? Um, I, I've actually toyed with the thought of yeah of of getting a a canoe here just to kind of uh, you know expand. Broadened my horizons back into where I I began from, so you know. I mean, I I began paddling in a canoe. So, granted, those were uh, you know tandem uh, grumman uh, aluminum canoes with the big foam block. Yeah, I I paddled those at summer camp, and yeah, exactly, yeah. And I had a
1: my first boat was a God, I don't like a sixteen foot Coleman. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, could, you know tandem. So,
0: and then we, we even got to paddle, you know, blue holes, and that was that was like top of line. Yeah, yeah, for us for uh, Camp Carolina. But uh, but you know I've had the same
1: thought. I'm I'm kicking around the idea of getting a whitewater canoe, and yeah, man. you know. um because I don't want to be able to master anything. I want to, I want to as, soon, <laughs> as soon as I start to Man, these guys to, are to get smooth competent I, I switch i, you know, I, but, <laughs> I um, see no and and I also want to uh, I want to punish myself and be on my knees. But yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> that's so, the
1: one thing I'm not
0: sure I would like. I think
1: well, everything you know, else about
0: it I think might be if, nice. If, but if I you, do to it, get if in you set them up right yeah. they're they're really nice. They're really nice and comfortable. But yeah, you know, being you know, being out there uh, kneeling in a canoe for on a long day of paddling. You yeah, know, I I see the guys that do it all the time, and you know, you, you, they're all wearing knee braces or whatever. Yeah, but um, we're gonna have to we'll have to try them out, and that'll yeah. be a
1: future podcast. Yeah,
0: well, maybe we'll we'll talk to uh, Silver Birch and Black Fly oh, yeah. and maybe do a little demo day or yeah. something. I'd love to get a um, I'd love to get a tandem boat, tandem whitewater canoe for Rio and I. Yeah. And, like, rig him up a little saddle up there, and he could, he could kind of That'd sit up. That'd be funny. And, yeah.
1: In fact, so. they just totally interrupted our podcast, and we, we cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were. But, uh, all right, so. Adam um, was pooping, and then there was a cat. <laughs> there was a cat altercation. And, yes. Arlo the cat made an appearance. See, we hadn't
1: talked about him, but he, he he's around, too. Yeah. He, he har- is harassing the dogs. But. Uh, well, hey, so yeah, I, was, I mentioned earlier I, uh, I had a big week uh, and and got out a lot and not as exciting as that, but it but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Sunday hit the Nanahela which has been running really high. Yeah, uh, as, as a lot of people know, the, they've been working on the dam, and so I think it was at. That you may know better than I did. I know, I know today it was like eighteen hundred.
0: Wow! Really? So, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, one of my buddies just went over ran it today. Said so it was great. So we did it. Uh, my buddies, buddies were in a canoe, and I was in the fat cat and uh, R one. And anyway, that that was a lot of fun. We got down to the falls. You know the most of it, you couldn't tell a big difference, uh, but you get down to the falls,
0: and there was a big difference. Yeah, and yeah. There was I a mean,
1: big curler wave that was. Yeah. Like a big rooster tail.
0: It gets, and, uh, it gets, it gets fun. It gets, yeah. it gets stout. I remember a long time ago, I watched a, uh, I think it was a tandem blue hole canoe just get swallowed by that top hole, like end, end to end. Yeah, it just disappeared. And this guy went, I mean, he went in, he went in straight in and got launched downstream (laughs) from his boat, just completely subbing out straight down. Wow. It was, it was impressive. I was like, wow. Yeah. I never, never thought I'd see it that powerful,
1: but. Yep. Yeah, it's running high. Um, so we did that Sunday. Monday, I had never been down, even though it's not too far. Uh, I usually go north, and I went down south and hit the upper Chattahoochee um, for the first time. So, you know, uh, I know you've been down that uh, many times. A pretty little section there. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, um, it's one of those kind of north georgia classics as far as you know not not a ton of people you know running it. it's it's like your you know class two plus run
1: yeah
0: you know there there are a couple of uh what what they consider class threes on the it chat was running, on the hooch yeah. on the upper hooch but it's it running three three point two yeah think, so it's a, a good, good flow man good level good flow. um
1: so we had we had fun on that um it was nice to see, you know, that section. I, I've seen a lot of people from Atlanta that they kind of come up and do that. It's not too far of a trip right, to, right. to do it and come back in a day, I guess. But uh, yeah, that that's definitely one. If, if nobody, you know, if you haven't done that and you're just sort of looking for some other options, yeah, that, look,
0: look, you know, it is, it is. Uh, it's kind uh, of a short run. It's well, section three is. Um, the, there's there's four sections. Um, Section one starts at uh, Sawtee Creek and goes to into the Hooch from Sawtee Creek to the um, Highway 255 bridge, and then that's like six miles, I think five or six miles. And then uh, uh, Section two goes the Highway 255 bridge to the Highway 115 bridge, and I think that one's like five miles and apparently has i mean it does have a big rapid on it but there's not a lot else on there um smith uh, smith island rapid is the name of it i think and then section three is the most commonly run from 115 down to duncan bridge which is highway 384 and that's like a uh, what four or five mile stretch yeah, yeah. and that goes through buck state park yeah. Really cool. And there's some spots you could overnight in there if you wanted to. Um, and uh,
1: <laughs> we hear the dogs upstairs and uh, my, <laughs> my kids are screaming at them
0: now. <laughs> so
1: who knows what they're, they're like a
0: uh, gang. Dynamic duo. Uh, <laughs> but then section four is the long stretch It's like 10 miles. Um, and it's supposed to be really pretty, but not a, a ton of white water unless it's running high. Okay. So, and that's when when you take out for that's at Belton Bridge, which is right above Lake Lanier, right before you get to okay. Lake Lanier. So. Well, it
1: was it was a good good little run. Um, I wish <coughs> I wish it were a little bit closer to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, another
0: option uh, is uh, the hooch above Helen. That's a, that's a yeah, no,
1: that one I've thought about doing because what I they call section
0: zero, yeah, and yeah. it was running,
1: it's been yeah, running yeah. really good. I might do that sometime soon. I yeah, might, you I, just might, drive, I might run that drive, drive the, up uh, the river road. I think that'd be like ducky run for me for yeah some reason it looks, yeah. looks like it'd be because that because there are some strainers kayak. here and there and, it's
0: a good kayak run yeah there's one strainer that i know of up there it's mm-hmm. a really big strainer and it, there's there's eddies out eddies right above it yeah. but um i may yeah
1: I may get on that soon um so then late tuesday we got out and back to the uh, kind of for i guess the third time this since january um and I know we mentioned before that uh, George Canoe is going to do a trip up there coming up. Um, that's uh, the Cunnelufti in Cherokee, North Carolina, and, and so part of that, or the part that you can run, is in the uh, you know Great Smokies National Park, and most people. You know, take out I guess at the uh, visitor center, mm-hmm. and you just go up to uh, Smoke Mont campground and put in. And it's a, it's not a long run, but um, you know, it's really pretty. Uh, just right. We we took uh, kayaks, hard boats, and a canoe, and had had a good time. Um, you know, there, there. I did find out later that I could have, we could have gone further than the visitor center. That there's an, about another two bridges, which is really only about another mile and a half down. But uh, that would have been nice. We did go by the police station in Cherokee and try to get permission to paddle through town, and that but would,
0: they the, weren't sure what to do. Yeah, they weren't
1: sure. We did talk to a game warden. He basically said no, and so anyway. Um, well, that's, all, that's that's right there that's all you need that's all I needed to know so yeah. <laughs> um, but they did say you can paddle the section below like from yeah. south of town down to uh, the Tuckasegee dam yeah. which looked interesting and there was somebody from the NOC putting on to do a lesson on that section yeah but, uh, so anyway that that's something to put on the list it, it looked like mostly class 2 from there down but yeah, uh, it still is. might yeah. be a nice nice run but that upper part if you know if you want to get on it it's it's a nice little you know just pristine beautiful clear water and uh you know for like maybe maybe one class three on there but it probably depends on water level and i know last week you were asking me what the level was last time we ran it and on the gauge it's saying 1500 but definitely in that Section is not even close to that, so I don't know where that gauge is. Maybe it's down at the Tuckasegee Dam.
0: I, th- I think it is. You
1: yeah. know where where the Raven Fork runs into it and all, you know, some other creeks, but uh, yeah. definitely up there on the the smoke Mott down. If the gauge says fifteen hundred, it's pro. I mean, just a guess, like six hundred, you know, mm. something like that, which was plenty of water for that small creek. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that if you look on. American Whitewater says 1500. That's a good level, uh, even though it's not really 1500. Um, and then I guess last but not least, uh, today my buddy Ray and I, we were looking for something to do, and a lot of stuff was running high. We ended spring up spring break. Yeah, we ended up at uh, Snowbird Creek, and we definitely did not do the upper part, which Link and I did some of that. Back in December, yeah, um, but that was above our pay grade today. So we did this lower part, uh, and there was a lot of water. And of course, there's not a gauge, or you said there's a there is a gauge on a bridge, but there's not one on American it's, Whitewater.
0: Yeah, as far as yeah, it's a visual. So. so, but I haven't been over there enough to you know know figure it out. Yeah. But, um, Well, anyway, it was. As snow, and you know, you see that upper part. If it looks like it's running good, then then it's running good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was running plenty today because we had uh, some big rain last
1: night. And so we, anyway, we jumped out there on that lower part. And we did a little bit, um, you know, anyway, it it runs into, there's a confluence with the little snowbird. And then we went through uh, a wider section. And it was some nice, splashy. Kind of reminded me of parts of the Nantihala, the sort of the Class Two parts, where it's yeah. splashy. There, yeah, there wasn't. I w- wouldn't say there were any drops or anything significant. Maybe there's one low head dam that we, you know, had to, you know, a couple of strainers. Uh, but anyway, fun run. Cool. And it was a big week of paddling. So yeah, big week. Don't know if I'll, you know, when I'll get to do that again till summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. So All you, right. Oh, you want to go into uh, kind of our our topic of the week? Sure. Which is kind of, um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about stand-up stand up paddle boards. Sup. Uh, S-U-P, <laughs> S-U-P. Sup board. Sup, yo. Um, yeah. Um, for uh, those of you who don't know um, me or, you know, basically, I, I have a uh, sup tour business Here in Hiawassee, Georgia, mainly operate on uh, doing lake tours on uh, paddle boards, but I do enjoy occasionally getting out on uh, some of the rivers and several um, uh, several paddle paddle paddleboarding friends, uh, and you know mainly running easier stretches of river, um, you know class uh, class two to three. which is you know, paddleboards do kinda of make you know, if you're if you're uh never been on one, you know, don't don't judge till you get on one. Uh <laughs> definitely don't judge it till you get on it and try it. Um you know, I don't think there other than uh uh other than creature crafts, there's not you know, there's basically not a type of craft I haven't been in on Whitewater. And or, or on and um, yeah, I just kind of wandered into it several years ago, and and really dug it. I mean, my first couple times on paddleboard were out the ocean, but uh, but also on river, and I uh, had a, just had a great time, and it, and it makes uh, it makes you know for anyone interested in river paddleboarding, you know, river sup is what I what I call it, um, um, you know, stand up paddleboard for. For short, uh, it's up and uh, but uh, class two to mixed class two to three runs. Class two runs fun, man. Makes class yeah. one to two paddling. Well, and I've seen people, super you know,
1: it's, it in the last few years, uh, lots of folks come down the river, and and of course the, I guess the technology is picking up with that too. Because when, I, when it first came better. out, it seemed it's like it was, better. you know, that you mostly saw them on flat water or maybe ocean or or lakes, and you know. But I've been seeing them, you know, out on the rivers, uh, and and now you know there seems to be like these really like wide ones, and I mean just all sorts of different shapes and sizes, and you know some of them have like little mini fins or pop off fins, and uh, and I, I've only kind of played around with with them on I guess on, on the lake and at the ocean, but um, yeah, I'm curious.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's just a it's just another another, you know, fun, um, you know, piece of gear to add to your quiver. Um, you know, um, I do know lots of people, you know, what, what you would call pro paddleboarders and, and, uh, um, you know, they, they've all come from different disciplines, you know, surf or kayaking or, or raft guiding or whatever. But, um, it's it's just a, it's just another great way to get out on the water and enjoy yourself and you know use some use some uh kind of a synthesis of of um canoe uh technique and uh you know but some some kayaking you know um uh type uh, uh skills and it, you know and, and the cool thing about it, it gives you it's kind of a trip because it gives you such a such a you're up so high that you can see all the stuff, you know, that creates the rapids, and you can. But you can also see the lines a lot easier mm. than you can down, like when you're in a kayak and stuff like that. So you can you can kind of see the rocks and and uh, run things a little bit differently, you know. Um, you and, know, I, I dig. It, it made me really uh, enjoy getting getting out on lakes. Yeah. Uh, where, whereas I I never went out on, hardly went out on these lakes around here. We have a ton of them up here in the mountains. You know, they're all dammed reservoirs, but um, they're really pretty, really pretty scenery. And, you know, you get out on some of these lakes, especially, you know, whenever I go out during the week and there's nobody out there. There's It's quiet. It's peaceful. It's, it's such a great way to get out and watch the sunset and, you know, or to go out for a go out for a hard, a hard paddle across the lake and a great workout. Um, you know, and, and much more than, than as, as far as skills, it, it builds, you know, so much you know, of your core strength and b- helps with balance and coordination. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of how I, um, how I kind of market it to my customers, you know, and, um, you know, because so, some some of my uh, clients have had a hard time, you know, staying up on the paddleboard, standing. But uh, yeah, the, the more, the more they get... come, the more <laughs> they do it, the better they get, man.
1: First time you get on it, it's, yeah, it takes a little while to get your sea legs, I guess. But uh, Sure, sure. Well, do you think, uh, so sort of connecting this in a way to uh, one of our other common subjects, the... Inflatable kayak. Uh, there, there. So there used to be a lot of dudes um, striding. Is that
0: what it's called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime you bring up paddleboarding, depending on where you're at, the you know, the, especially the inflatable crowd or whatever, they want to throw out there. You know, the first paddleboarder was was uh, you know um, Jeff Snyder, Snyder. Yeah. Um, or Jim Jeff. I forget which one strides the most. Uh, strided the most, but uh, um, yeah, you know, and there and there was a reason why he started doing that because you know he he jacked his back up, and he figured out that like well shoot you know I can still go and paddle, if I just stand yeah you know so striding just taking an inflatable kayak and he's got a rigid floor, kind of a rigid floor it's a like a foam floor but it's it's actually got sort of like bindings in there to kind of. Okay lock his feet in yeah um brace his feet into but but yeah uh you know very similar i i hate it when people i hate it when people like you know well you know this is the originator of this and this (laughs) and like whatever cool you know what what it's all about is getting on the water and having a good time are you doing that Hey, if if you're, you're not doing the,
1: the original, you shouldn't be doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if, you, if you're just all you're gonna do is hate on other forms of paddling, you know, like I don't creature craft, but, and I, you know, around here we wouldn't really go creature crafting. Mean, there's not really yeah, a lot be. of high volume rivers where I'd want to take I'm,
1: one. I'm thinking about getting a creature craft to run down the heat, though. Are oh, so, you? Yeah. yeah,
0: you got to throw a motor on the back too. <laughs> uh, but you know, hey awesome you like to get on the water that's what it should be about and we should be trying to get more people into this stuff rather yeah. rather than hate on it and run people off you know yeah, I, yeah. you know i'm i'm all about i don't i don't paddle inflatable kayaks all that much but you know i mean if that's how you want to get on the water awesome you know um you know rafts kayaks however you want to do it let's go out and boat let's go out and paddle so you know that's that's uh what did it for me was paddling you know was um i even though i grew up in florida i never really surfed because i spent most of my time running up here to the mountains and kayaking and canoeing or whatever or just running around the mountains in general jumping off of waterfalls and um, so my second time on a paddleboard was at um, folly beach with uh, a couple friends um and one of them on uh, Charleston Sub Safaris. And uh, we, uh, we, you know, basically took his boards out. And it was, it was like that aha moment for me. Um, first time surfing, you know, shoulder high waves, overhead waves. Yeah. Uh, first time on, on a board <laughs> of any kind out in the ocean. And uh, even though I would kayaked in the ocean and, you know, you know paddle my kayak and surf man, getting on that board and just feeling that glide, there's nothing like it. There's, it's such a cool feeling and just carving. I'm not into, you know, I'm not into like, you know, running crazy waterfalls on them, but, but they definitely have their place in whitewater, I think. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just using a, uh, similar skills, but, um, you know, uh, uh, a whole different set of you know uh you know a whole different set of uh i don't i don't know what you would say but it's just it's just a great way to paddle you know easier white water and a little bit harder white water i have friends that have taken them down the upper golly and wow you know do pretty well um and i've taken i've taken paddle boards down um uh down section four of the chatuga at that pretty high high flow uh and been really successful i run most of the major rapids successfully not falling off, um, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah.
1: Well, so a lot of, you know, the people, friends of mine that, that have them, um, are people, you know, you're talking about getting on the water like one way or or another. Uh, the friends of mine that, that have paddle boards, um, are not kayakers at all. You know, they're, they get them, you know, they're using them. I mean, in this instance, like on the lake and, and so forth, uh, So they're getting out there and they're using you know, they're they're you know, and it may may lead them to well, to whatever, to a river or or anything else. But um but yeah, so when I've seen people coming down the river on these things, um, you know, I mean it's a mixed bag like it is with anything else. I've seen some people who just style it and and it's like amazing and then other people that it's they're kind of falling off, you know, every every rapid. Yeah. But uh, but I think you know, if if I were to get on one in a river, I guess I, I would just be like, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fall in a lot and that's okay. You know, well, <laughs> like it's I mean like, and,
0: and just like any other sport. But you can climb back on it in a hurry. You can, but just like any other sport, you don't you don't start you didn't start kayaking on the Okoe. Yeah. You started on easier stuff, you'll work your way up. Um, you know, the same goes when we, when we go the same goes for whenever we go out and go go, go rafting or R one and R two and all that kind of stuff. You don't you don't just jump on something big and hard. You work your way up and you know you progress at, at your comfort and that's what you do on a paddleboard. And yeah, you know even even the best uh, you know paddleboarders out there, they may not look pretty all the time. You know out on out on a river, um, but. You know they've got stoke, man. They've got the stoke, and they want to be out there. They're having a good time, and uh, you know you got to have a little bit of humility. You got to have you got to have a little humility when you're when you're planning on going. And I mean, I, I've been humbled on the lake. You know where yeah. I was just like I, I was leading the tour, and you know people were like, "Oh, you must you know you must be so good. You never fall off." I'm like, "Yeah, not really, but you know, but somebody." Yells up, up towards me when I'm I'm gotten in the front. They yell something at me. I, you know, look over my shoulder without even thinking about it. Whoop and Take go off the board. And that's part of the fun. is falling yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like rafting. Part of the lure of rafting. Um, you know, and and harder whitewater especially. You know, it is sort of scary, but also there's that there's that chance that you're going to flip or you're going to swim. And you know what? That's kind of part Part of the the fun fun, of it. You know, that's kind of why we do
1: it. It's like, yeah, I could swim. Well the other thing (laughs) I think is is like so many things that if you know, if you're going to the same river in the same boat Again and again, you know your your skills keep getting better, but at some point you might be looking for something different, you know, different experience on that river, and that that's part of why I get attracted to these other boats and vessels to sort of see what they do. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, if you if you're looking to if you're getting tired of going down the same river and it's getting, you know, I I never want to say boring because I'm always happy to be on a river, but if you're getting tired of it, then yeah, switch over to a different craft and something like this would totally change the experience and make it a, more of a challenge.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's like, like we said before about having different rafts or, you know, multiple kayaks or whatever, just multiple craft in your quiver. So, you know, Hey, you know, it's, it's really raining out there. You know, I'm going to go rafting today or, you know, it's, it, you know, only the only thing really running good is the Okoe today I'm going to be in my kayak or, you know, man, you know, I, I have friends that want to go down this easier stretch of river and, you know, that I don't really want to kayak down. Maybe I'll take the paddleboard. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just a great, you know, great tool to get on the water I think. And, uh, it gets a lot of bad, you know, it gets a lot of bad press. There's a lot of, you know, I definitely start to see more and more, I've seen more and more, um, you know, incidents, safety incidents, where people are wearing leashes in rivers with with trees, which is, you know, which is a big no-no, especially if you're wearing an ankle leash, which you shouldn't, I don't think you should be doing, you know, and you definitely shouldn't be doing, I, I shouldn't even say that, you shouldn't be doing on a river, because... The, the bad thing about the ankle leash is once you fall off, the board keeps going. and keeps doing that on flat water too. It'll just take off because uh, it's got a fin and it's going to keep going where it's going. And it's going to outrun you. And in and, and that aspect, it's going to drag your leg downstream. You're not going to be able to get to it to, to pull it off. So having a quick release leash, if you're going to wear a leash, some stretches of river I wouldn't even wear a leash on because I want to be able to, you know, um, I'm I'm gonna bail on the board, you know. I'm gonna be like, yeah. well, I'm in a bad spot. Forget the board, I'm going to shore type of thing. Um, you know, uh, whenever I was paddling Shetuga, sometimes I wear my leash, sometimes I don't. You know, depending on the situation, the rapid, and, yeah. and uh, strainers. God, people have been passing away, drowning from wearing their leash and you know uh they fall off and go in a strainer or the board goes in the strainer and then just drags them they just get drugged to Ugh. to death basically they get held underwater by their leash and those leashes even though they're velcro man they don't come off real easy yeah, <laughs> they don't yeah. and that's scary you know and so i don't i don't support i don't support that but um you know, if you're feeling like firing it up and you wanna go run some some rapids, it's uh it's 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 humbling running rapids yeah. on a paddleboard. So
1: Well let's talk a little bit about like the different Kinds, because they're you know, there's a lot of different ones. Yeah. And, and first of all, I know, you know, like some of them are, I guess, traditional, hard or rigid or whatever you might call, them, and then then inflatables. But well, what, what about the two? What's the difference?
0: So what what I would call rigid boards or traditional construction is just you got your surfboard shape, um, you know, which is which is mainly built for surf, uh, but there are different shapes for touring, flat water. Racing, you know, uh, all different shapes. But you know, um, you know what I usually use on on my lake tours and and you know, are the same boards I would use out in the ocean. It Means I can kind of take them anywhere. Uh, but uh, they're usually made of you know uh, uh, basically fiberglass and epoxy resin, uh, like you know your traditional surfboards, uh, you know, with with foam a foam core. Um, and uh, advantages of those are really light, but they're very fragile, also. So, if you crack one, most of those boards, because they're so big, they had use what they call open cell foam. Which, when you use open cell foam, it acts like a vacuum. When that board gets a crack in, it sucks water in, and then you're adding weight to your board, you're basically ruining the foam on the inside over time. And, um, they, they look real pretty, but they're, you know, if, if you crack one, if you drop it, crack it, you gotta fix it before you throw it out on the water. It's really hard to get the water out of them because there's no drain hole. Yeah. Most of them do have a a purge valve because there's so much air still in them. Mm -hmm. They can actually crack from being out in the sun Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Expanding contract. expand contraction. Expanding um, contraction. So uh, there are other types of boards. Um, uh, there's a couple different types of, you know, epoxy boards, but uh, you have your plastic boards, uh, like Imagine. Um, I'm trying to think of one of the other ones. Well, Corn Addison's Soul Kayaks came out with one. Uh, you know, the plastic boards are... The great thing about them is they're really durable and they're hard. Hard you can beat them up, but they weigh a whole lot. So weight is an issue. And those are kind of like uh, like a, I mean
1: I, I may be wrong, but I'm thinking those are those the ones that are kind of like a uh, sit on top kayak. Sort of like yeah. that. Yeah. Kind of like a
0: same thing. Yeah. Same okay. same. They're roto molded. Yeah. They're you know they're they're hollow. Yeah, most of the time they heavy. do have a drain hole, but you can beat them up. Yeah. But they they weigh. Yeah. so much they weigh twice as much I as bet. a board should weigh um, and then you have um, uh, then you have uh, this this company bounce paddle boards who I carry from California they're all American-made boards but they're they're a uh, plastic compo- plastic fiberglass composite so they actually um, they actually take take the form the plastic you know or take the 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 fiberglass, and then they, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's roto-molded like a kayak, but then they bake the plastic into the fiberglass, which makes it very light because they're really thin and durable. They have foam in them, mm. but it makes a really durable durable material. Um, and, uh, you know, their thing is you can take a baseball bat to it, and you're not going to hurt it. Uh, I had a couple boards, uh, had my racks on my my truck fail, had a couple of boards come off my truck going about sixty miles an hour down the highway, and uh you know I was like, Oh, great, you know, like there goes my board, so I went back for them, picked them up, took them to the next tour, put them on the water they were they were you know they had some road rash, but they were unscathed wow, um so those are pretty good, and then you have um then you have uh, inflatables, um, and there are a ton of inflatables out there, and you know people always want to know what boards they should get, you know, and you know the the good thing the best thing about inflatables are because you can deflate them, roll them up, put them in the back of your car. That's awesome. yeah, however, the construction, you know it, there are only a couple decent inflatables out there um of the probably fifty or so different brands. Uh, almost all of them are made in China. The only inflatable paddle boards I think made in the U.S. are Uli, Uli boards. And um, those are, I think they're made in PA. I may be wrong, but um, they're, they're, they're a good board. But uh, uh, Hala Inflatables from Colorado. Um, NRS makes a good inflatable board. Um, Starboard. Starboard. And uh, red paddle, they they make a decent one. And those are like drop stitch. Yeah. So right? yeah. So the drop stitch, you know, is goes way back. Drop stitch fabric and all that. Been, drop stitch construction has been around forever. But basically, you got two layers of PVC, the top and the bottom, and then stitches, millions, whatever, hundreds of thousands of stitches. Going through from one side to the other to keep those boards, you know, keep that a that uniform, deck in the, like yeah. two inches deep or whatever yeah, exactly, it is. Yeah. yeah. So they 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 give the shape to the board, and then they run tape around the outside or basically a, a seam around the outside, you know. And most of your cheaper boards only have one layer on that outside edge. And your better boards have two layers, an inner and an outer layer, which makes them way more durable. So HALA does that. I think NRS is doing it now. I think Starboard does it. So, and that, that's kind of how you differentiate. And the other way you can differentiate the, the construction is the cost of the board. You know, a decent paddle board, you're going to spend about 1000 You should spend at least $1,000 retail, I think, for a decent paddle board. So you know you can go to Costco and get get the whole kit. You can get a board bag, a paddle, a leash, all extra fins, the board um whether it's in, i don't even know if Costco's carrying inflatables now, but they they were they they had this uh for several years they had this you know paddle board package and four hundred bucks Wow. And you could get an epoxy fiberglass board and um yeah, as soon as you take it out of there and drop it on the ground, you know there's 400 bucks down the drain. So, um, but you know your better boards, uh, you you can fall down a rabbit hole. You can spend a couple thousand on boards uh, that are you know race boards or they're you know they're super light and um, yeah. So well, if people uh, want to, can they rent these? Can they can they For rent them from company? you? Can they? <laughs> I will. I have done rentals. I mainly do rentals for people that are staying on the lake or a guided trip. I yeah, I, I mainly yeah. do guided tours, and people are like, "Well, you know, what's the big deal? You know, it's not that hard. If it's not that hard, why can't we do it on our own?" And the whole reason is, um, I don't want my investment to get lost. Get, you know, for someone just to, you know paddle to shore and leave that board there because they got lost out on one of our lakes and the lakes are big and there's, you know, just, just like trip planning for any other river type trip. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta use your head when you're out there. And um, I've had people call me from the middle of the lake. Well, where are we? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Cause you know, they, they just paddled in a straight line and didn't look behind them. And they, you know, went out into an 8,000-acre lake with 300 miles of shoreline and uh, couldn't, couldn't find their way back to where they started from. Yeah. And I had no idea where they were at, so I had to, you know, talk them, talk them back to a spot that where I could find them, you know. Um, that's kind of tough. So what I do is I do guided tours, and, and it gives, you know, what, what it does is it gets you free instruction, um, you know I can help you get back on your board if you're having a problem doing that most everybody can get back on the board um I've only had one person not able to get back on the board or get a, stay up on their feet and uh I I've had some big folks that went went paddleboarding with me and and they just kept trying 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 and and they eventually got it and stayed up and and, you know, that that's that's there's a lot of empowerment there and, and makes people feel good. And I, do, I dig that part of it. I love taking taking families out with kids. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just tell the parents, hey, um, I was like, just, just take throw, your dog, too. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I take Rio. <laughs> Rio goes, uh, you know, if I ever have kids that I think are going to be riding with me on my board, then I wouldn't take Rio. But usually he goes with me. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, if well, if parents they like, if want somebody, to get rid of their kids, you know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just throw them on my board, y'all. Y'all just kind of stay around us, y'all do your yeah. own thing. Yeah.
1: Well, what if uh, like, so? How, how can they reach you other than Waterbound Podcast? Uh, like?
0: SouthernWaterTrails.com.
1: SouthernWaterTrails.com. Yep. All right, well, any any parting uh,
0: words for sup boards before we move uh, on to just keep the stoke up and uh you know try it out you know don't don't down it till you tried it um you know the other the other uh formative experience for me on a paddleboard was probably my third time on a board and it it just sealed the deal as uh I paddled up to uh to um, a stingray and um you know right after a bunch of dolphins were running (laughs) with me and just kind of checking me out and, you know, playing around me. And I paddled up beside a stingray and then, like, just kind of mimicked what, what he was doing and, or what she was doing. And um got to where I just, I got right up next to her. And you could tell it was just really comfortable, you know. Like, I was right there gliding with her and just reached down and kind of rubbed her back. And I was like, yeah, this is it for me. <laughs> I mean, it makes, uh, you know i've seen some I've seen some video where people had like killer whales around them and they didn't you know they didn't or even sharks uh, you know and and it it's 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 not like every single experience or it's not every single instance where that would happen but I think with wildlife you don't start a wildlife they see you and you can see them and it kind of it kind of just you know, desensitizes them like, okay, yeah, Yeah, that's not, that's not not what what I want to be near or, Hey, I want to check this out. And like, you know, I've had, I've had dolphins come up to me and, you know, um, I haven't seen any sharks, but which, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll freak out if a shark comes up, but (laughs) I've seen stuff where, where people were actually paddling with great white sharks on paddle boards.
1: Well, I'll pass on that part, but <laughs> the rest of it sounds fun. So, yeah. yeah, get out there, get a stand-up paddleboard, give it a shot, Yee. folks. All right. So, uh, all right. So, what are some upcoming events? Uh, some of these, you know, we keep uh, plugging them, but they're they're they haven't happened yet. So, we want to yeah keep keep on going here. So, what do we got? Well,
0: what I can't wait for is tomorrow doing my first. Should good trip of the year for Southeastern Expeditions. So, all right, so that first Section Four trip of the year. I'm stoked. I've, I've been, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready to, ready to push some rubber down the river, man. Show, right. show people a good time. But yeah, we have uh, next weekend, which by probably by the time this airs will be, will be, be that here. that weekend, uh, March 23rd and 20 through the 25th, Saturday, Sunday, Monday will be uh, uh, the next Chioa River release. And uh, if you guys are, you know, definitely, y'all want to get on a trip, uh, give Endless River Adventures a call. We'll take you down it.
1: All right. And then... Also, that same weekend, uh, Georgia Canoe has a uh, the O'Connor Lufty and Raven Fork trips. Uh, I think Roger Knott is your contact there, and uh, just get on their website if you're a member. Um, that's the one I was talking about before. So, yeah, fun fun trip. If you if you don't want to get out there by yourself, uh, join Georgia Canoe. Get out there with some folks.
0: Yeah, and then uh, April 5th through 7th, Friday through Sunday is... Um, Shatoula, uh, or Shatoula Fest, formerly known as Tallulah Fest, and they'll be taking place at, uh, Chituga River Resort, and that's uh, the first weekend of Tallulah releases, and, uh, Chituga's running high, it's running good, so we got tons of river to come play on, um, and we just added, uh, Hala Inflatable Paddle Boards hey. to, to the lineup of sponsors, so we're, um... Probably gonna be doing a paddle with the pros on the Chattahoochee <laughs> somewhere, probably section two, I think, uh, which is a really mellow Ooh. stretch. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. It's a
0: real pretty stretch, but it's, it's long. On, it's really no, long. it's only it's only like five miles long. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> section three is the longest stretch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Hala uh, Jack Nelson uh, from Hala is going to be down with with boards, and uh, we're trying to line up a uh, trying to schedule a paddle with the pros on on stretch river and and uh, so that'll be sweet and on April fifth through seventh yeah, and then April nineteenth up on the Nolachucky River in Irwin Tennessee is Nolly Fest at USA Raft. That's a good time. All and right. uh, Noli should be running good too. Yeah, it's up there right now. Yep. Uh,
1: same weekend is uh, spring fling at NOC, and I I, I guess I need to look that up because I'm not sure what all that entails. But anyway, uh, happened the same weekend.
0: Yeah, they're just kind of opening up, and, and then that's that's also Sweetwater 420 Fest is that weekend ah, in Atlanta. So okay. And
1: uh, then coming up, I know that registration has already started, so it fills up pretty quickly for Tennessee Valley Canoe Club Paddle School. So if you haven't uh, signed up for that, uh, that's a you know it's a great uh, it's a great weekend in May. It's May 31st and June 2nd through June 2nd, and uh, you know they've got everything from open boating, canoeing. I don't know about standard paddleboarding. They might. Uh, they, you know the people kayak yeah. all kinds of uh, different levels of uh, you know beginner intermediate if you've never been in a kayak you can go there uh, so uh, to advance so it's a good uh, good thing check it out um,
0: and then uh, our uh, r1 s1 clinic uh, is the that uh, we're gonna do is uh, June 8th through 9 um, and and uh, We'll uh would we'll definitely probably get a get a link up soon. Yeah, yeah i We'll uh, have
1: to get some info out there. I've been, uh, I guess three three
0: three of my trips
1: this week. I did R one, so sweet. It's coming along. A uh, long way to go, but yeah. If y'all haven't done, if you got a raft and you haven't done it solo, yeah, you need to, you need to try it. Come come to the uh, clinic and learn more. Uh, not from me, from Link. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll have, probably have. Um, Probably have a couple extra boats to, uh, you know, that we can demo and, um, you know, uh, depending on what people have. But, uh, should be, uh, should be nice and warm then.
1: Yeah. And,
0: uh, still trying to, you know, trying to figure out where we're going to do it. Um, and, uh, you know, send us an email if you guys are interested. Uh, uh, Waterbound Podcast, uh, at at gmail.com send us an email if you're interested in the R1 S1 clinic Um, and uh, that way we'll kind of get an idea of who's gonna who's gonna show who who build that interest
1: yeah All right, so I think that's gonna be a wrap Link sweet right. it's time to go
0: go to drink some beer
1: yeah we've had one here tonight Uh, same thing lazy hiker uh, (laughs) Wesser Evil Porter, and we're about to head over to uh, Nocturnal Brewing. Nocturnal, ew, and and get some even better beer, uh, so and some good food. Yeah, so. no doubt. All right,
0: see you on the river, folks. See y'all downstream. All right.